BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84LOU and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody, I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to the Great America Show. Thank you for being with us. Joe Biden is furious. The puppet president wants Donald Trump in jail. He wants it now. And Politico is reporting that in recent weeks, Biden has grumbled to aides and advisors that had Merrick Garland move sooner in his investigation into Donald Trump's J6 case. A trial might already be underway or perhaps Donald Trump already be in prison. That, according to two people, granted anonymity to discuss private matters. As of right now, there is no date set for that trial, as President Trump appeals his immunity claim to the Supreme Court, while Joe Biden's legal problems are piling up. There's no question now that Biden is mentally and physically unfit for office, and the special counsel, Robert Herr, made it official by describing him in such terms in his report on Biden. Biden lost it long ago, the Marxist Dems, Well, they and the legacy media cast a spell over the country, it seemed, pretending Joe was truly the president duly elected. And a lot of people, almost everybody, went along with it. But here he is now when he addressed a reporter who asked about his fitness for office. Listen to the man's anger. When you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Many American people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is your judgment. That is your judgment. That is not the judgment of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? What what is your answer to that question? I'm the most qualified person in this country to be president the United States and finish the job I started. That reporter who asked the question is the White House correspondent for Marxist-run ABC News. They're owned by Disney, by the way, who after three years is finally challenging this puppet president. Take a listen to the correspondent's characterization of Biden at that conference. 
But on those references to his age, he was seething. His anger was palpable in the room, gripping, almost red in the face. I asked him, has your memory gotten worse? He was stern. He was clearly frustrated by the question. He said, my memory is fine, almost short. But look, over the course of the rest of the questions, you saw it. He got more angry, more dismissive even of voters' concerns. And I don't think that tact is working for him. Anger isn't Joe Biden's brand. And it's not the kind of thing voters want to hear. They want to hear, they want to feel heard on this. They don't want to feel like their concerns, what they're seeing with their own eyes, is being dismissed outright. So we hope and pray this Marxist-run mainstream media finally begins to hold Joe Biden and his Marxist masters accountable for the anarchy they've created in three years. Congressman Matt Gates in Texas this weekend, he was caught going through TSA at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport with a taser. A reporter asked Gates about the incident, and he said he forgot to throw it out before heading to the airport. Gates said he thanked and apologized to the TSA agent who found it, and the TSA agent, well, gave Gates a fist bump and told him to secure the damn border. Gates was asked why he'd be carrying a taser in the first place. His response was concise and to the point. He said he can't afford to hire Congresswoman Cory Bush's husband as security. Bush's husband comes at a steep price tag of six figures. Good on Gates for being a true fiscal conservative and a wit. Our guest today is the War Room Steve Bannon. And full disclosure, we're old friends and it's great to have you with us, Steve. Let's start with 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. There are quakes rolling through the nation's capital right now. Well, how do you see this thing unfolding from here? Well, if you if you take uh, Putin's interview with Tucker, you look at President Trump's performance at Mar-a-Lago and then at Nevada, um, and then you uh, see the debacle of this thrown together press conference to try to get ahead of this firestorm by Biden, and you read her report, you know we have a, a constitutional crisis. Number one, look at Putin and look at and look. You don't have to agree with what Putin said, but look at the way he handles himself. And this depth of knowledge on topics, including the destruction of the American dollar, which is good as any. I don't agree with it totally, but as good as any Wall Street hedge fund guy. You look at President Trump who yesterday, as you know, probably the best day we've had in the MAGA movement combined since uh, President Trump left the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, with Biden, it's a, a level of seriousness. And look, let's let's just cut to the chase. Uh, her gave us an indictment of Joe Biden and not just for the for um the classified uh, documents, which is incredibly disturbing and, and quite profound, because uh, he knew Garland would never approve a, a, a actual formal indictment. He gave us the indictment document. Uh, but I think what has to happen now, and I think this has to happen immediately, three things. Number one, I believe Kamala Harris, as her constitutional role as an officer needs to, uh, which is her constitutional duty, needs to call the cabinet together in the cabinet room with uh, Joe Biden not there, and she needs to go around the table and see where people stand, not taking the formal vote that's required, but she needs to where people stand with the 25th Amendment and Biden and their personal experiences, etc. But she very quickly, I think, needs to start the process, the formal process of having the cabinet address this as is laid out in the Constitution. Number right. two, I think Comey, Comer and Jordan on Monday, and I think they ought to call the House back over the weekend, Johnson should, on Monday, there should be a formal hearing, and uh, Robert Hur should be before the nation to walk through in depth over a couple of days exactly what his investigation found in detail, and and then and the ghostwriter should be there too to see the, what he 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 deleted a number of tapes 
We ought to get to the bottom of all that. Justice Department officials ought to be called. We ought to know what's not in the report, what's been redacted. We ought to call the intelligence community, find out about this. This should be a week's hearing with Comer and Jordan to get to the bottom of this in front of the American people, nothing behind closed doors. Number three, I believe the impeachment committee right now that's working under Comer should begin actual or formal process over and above what they're doing on Hunter Biden to also begin the process of impeachment about both the classified documents and his ability to perform as the uh, as the president, as the commander in chief. Look, we now know they've covered up a huge crisis right before Christmas where Austin was gone for two or three days and nobody knew about it. And obviously, Joe Biden is not mentally or physically up to the task. We, we have a crisis right now. And this is beyond the Democratic Party and just politics of what's going to happen in this election. Uh, we're, we're in a couple, we're in a shooting war in several locations. We clearly have Putin and Xi and others, the, and the, including the mullahs, who would go through the escalation process of using tactical nuclear weapons in their theory of conflict. I mean, this is serious. This is beyond politics. This is beyond partisanship. This is beyond President Trump in in 2024. We we have a serious problem. And here's the most serious of all. I guarantee you, as sure as the turning of the earth, when you do official investigation, either at the cabinet level with Comer and Jordan in the House or an impeachment committee, you're going to find out uh, a lot of documentation and knowledge that people have known about this for years. They have known about this for years, and they have covered it up for pure partisan politics to keep Trump out of the White House. We have a crisis on our hand, Lou, as big as any has hit this nation in its history. I, I agree with you. And uh, as we look at what is likely to unfold, uh, there's a, I think what you've described is precisely the way the Republicans will likely f- uh, follow. I hope that they do uh, follow uh, the Bannon uh, sequence there. Lou, Lou, I, Lou, I don't agree. With, I, I, I get to beg to differ. I think that's what should happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't seen any. T- I, there's individual tough members. You have people, quite frankly, MTG and a few on the margin that try to drive action, but the central corpus, and quite frankly, even under Speaker Johnson, who kind of came in to take action, do I believe that Comer and Jordan will be there on Monday to have hearings all week and really start subpoenaing people and get tough? Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel it. If, if, if yeah. the people that follow your show and follow War Room and Charlie Kirk, if we put the bayonets to the back, we might get there, but it'll take bayonets to the back. I mean, look, Lou, this Herb brought this to our attention, but you know everybody's know this is an open secret in Washington D.C. This is an open. The two biggest open secrets are how many billions of dollars Zelensky and those oligarchs have stolen out of the money we've sent to Ukraine. It's an open secret. The other right. open secret is that Biden has got the beginnings of dementia, and so now the only thing that's happened is that her put it up in your face in an official government document, by the way, an official government document that can't be taken back. He's put it up into the nation's face, and he's essentially saying. Garland won't let me deal with it, so the country's got to deal with it. But no, I, I got to tell you, Lou, I, I don't feel comfortable at all that we have Republicans that have the backbone to actually take this where it has to go. Yeah, I, I well, I, <laughs> you know, I have to, I have to say, Steve, I don't know that I've ever had a, a discussion with you in which you began by arguing with yourself. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> but the reality is that is what they should do. And I, I want to talk about what I think they should do. And now we can have a real argument right after these words. Uh, as Steve Bannon and I, uh, well, we will put our elbows on the table and we're going to arm wrestle here real quick. We're coming right back. Stay with us. 
Folks, you know I beg everyone to get ready for the next crisis, and when it comes, our lives will likely change overnight, whether it's natural disaster, war, or another disease. We have to be ready as we can be. We saw what happened in 2020 when we found ourselves dependent on global supply chains. We're still dependent on China and other countries for more than 90% of all our pharmaceuticals. With clusters of respiratory illnesses popping up around the world and here, we need to be prepared. And now is the time to make certain you have what your family needs when the next crisis hits. Our good friends, Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Drew Pinsky over at the Wellness Company have put together just what you and I need with the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. And now the Wellness Company's Medical Kit provides a solution critical to you and your loved ones. This emergency kit includes eight life-saving medications, including amoxicillin, z and ivermectin for you to keep on hand, along with a guidebook for safe use. From tick bites to biochemical events, every medical scenario is covered. Be prepared for whatever comes next. Go to twc.health/dobs and grab your medical emergency kit right now. Go to twc.health/dobs now. That's twc.health/dobs. Put in promo code dobs and save 15% at checkout. Take control of your health today with the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. Prepare today. Be ready tomorrow. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we're back with Steve Bannon, and we're talking about what should unfold here uh, over the course of the perhaps of 48 to 72 hours if we're going to really compress the events. But Steve's got his view and I have mine. And mine is this. It'll be a defensive play by the Democrats. And I think they have no choice whatsoever, uh, Steve, to to actually move with the 25th Amendment and to and for Kamala Harris to ascend to the presidency. And from that flows a lot of things. Uh, it, it, we begin with the, the committees, the investigating committees in Congress. They are going to have to be unleashed. Uh, the Justice Department is going to go to maximum defense because they have much to hide. Robert Hur, subpoenaed or not, will not comply. And we're going to see uh, the national media, I think, in reflex to all of this, begin, and I say just begin, uh, to actually probe uh, the, the, the administration, the regime, uh, these uh, Marxist Dems that have uh, had full throttle and uh, the wheel uh, for the past three years to destroy the nation, then they've done a, an extraordinary job of it. I think that right now we are looking at a, uh, the epicenter is D.C. 
and we're watching an extraordinary seismic uh, convulsion uh, in this country that I don't think anyone, any one of us can predict with accuracy or confidence. But I do believe this is, uh, without a without question, a perturbation in the universe. The uh, the body politic, everyone now is uh, gathering around uh, the campfire to look at exactly what uh, the sky uh, is suggesting. And that is a, a truly, truly uh, historic moment where history will change as a result of the Robert Herr report uh, and the actions of this corrupt regime, uh, Marxist dim regime, uh, and the deep state that control uh, the entire federal government. Uh, the American people will have a great awakening over the course of the next week, in my, in my view. Uh, that's not a Pollyanna view. I really believe that is what uh, is the only logical uh, line of causation and uh, response that can that we can imagine uh, it is to me it, it, it's ineffable to think that her came forward and said yes uh, he had top classified documents but no we're not going to prosecute uh, that he has a he's an elderly man with no memory uh, but we're not going to be worrying about the 25th i don't think uh, i don't think it's an accident that her put that phrase in there uh, and I think it's entirely intentional. Uh, you know, a nice, nice old man with a really bad memory means he's disqualified from the presidency. And it means, in my judgment, Kamala Harris has to move there within the next, I would say, 72 hours or we're a nation of fools. Your thoughts? Wow. Lou Dobbs. I'm, I'm actually my breath is taken away. Um, you believe that Kamala Harris will actually move to, to convene the cabinet and uh, and do the vote. And if the majority, they were to replace uh, by, uh, by at least for some interim period with her as mm -hmm. acting president until they, they'd had a full medical review, et cetera. You think that will happen in 72? God, if that happens, um, that will be one of the most important, you know, events in American political and overall American history. I would love to see that happen. I think it needs to be. First off, I 100% agree with you that that is exactly what needs to happen for the country. Let's leave aside the fact that right. we're big Trump supporters and detest Biden and everything like that, just for the good of the guy. I say that as a guy that uh, you know served in the Navy for eight years, you know, four years at sea and or the sea duty and four years in the Pentagon. Um, I don't see that happening simply for the fact the Praetorian Guard of the media has taken such a hard line on this overnight and today. I think we have a massive fight on this. I do okay. agree with you that I think the awakening of the American people, and particularly low-information voters, are about to see something happen in Washington, D.C. that's never happened in the history of this country. Um, I would just, I would hope uh, Vice President Harris did that to her, you know, would do that for his constitutional duty. I think that the raw politics of it, uh, at least the way I look at the numbers is the Democrats who want Michelle Obama and Newsom as a ticket understand they don't have any mechanism to do that. Would love to see Biden gone. Can't figure out how to get there. Even in a 25th Amendment or him resigning or stepping down, you're still locked with Kamala Harris. And I don't see her and, and she rates and polls significantly worse than Biden. So you'll be looking at a 40 or 45 state blowout. I just don't see the raw politics and the pressure on her to hold back. She's certainly not going to leave as VP, and she would certainly take 
the position as the president of the United States. I just don't see the Democrats backing that. I could be wrong, but I think they will fight that tooth and nail and figure they got to, like, uh, like uh, the last scene in El Cid, right, with Charlton Heston. They would, they will, they will, they will strap Biden to the horse, and and, and take him out <laughs> on the hustings. Run him down the beach. I love it. Uh, it's that's uh, a wonderful uh, metaphor. Uh, I, the reason I think that Kamala Harris ascends is because it's in the interest of both parties for her to do so. Uh, there is no clear path to Michelle. There is no clear path to Gavin Newsom, whomever the Marxist Dem cabal uh, directing uh, the uh, the the Marxist Democrat Party, whoever they prefer. Uh, no matter what. They have to go through Kamala Harris and they have to follow the 25th Amendment and they have to do so now, I think, with alacrity. Uh, we're, at, we're at the knife's edge, as you said, of a constitutional crisis. We're also at the knife's edge of a uh, inter international uh, conflict uh, because the, <laughs> the nostrils of every communist, Marxist and enemy of this nation, whether it be Iran or China or Russia, right now they smell weakness and they smell fear uh, and the fear they may misjudge and make a terrible, terrible mistake. But that is the situation in which I think we find ourselves. And I don't know of another way uh, for the Republicans to get more of what they really need uh, than what is likely to uh, result. And that is Kamala Harris in the White House uh, in charge uh, with with Donald Trump surging, building momentum every day uh, in every way. Uh, and the outcome, I think, is foretold. Uh, the, the, I'm, I think if we uh, extrapolate uh, that we get through this crisis, uh, you know, God willing, uh, and, and please, Lord, uh, Donald Trump will be there to save the republic on November 5th. Uh, I believe this it could be a uh, that pivotal inflection point that we all desperately uh, crave for. Your thoughts? Well, I, we're breaking some news here because I guess I guess your theory of the case is Biden, from what he's shown and what the report shows, now has a less than zero chance of winning, which I do agree with that. But right. you're saying that you believe Kamala Harris would actually be more competitive than Biden right now, of which I, I'd have to think about that. Because I think she's uniquely disliked by everybody, including uh, Democrats, as just being completely incompetent. These word salads, she can't communicate at all, which, as you know, Lou, being a master communicator, is the central issue for politicians to be able to take complex things and communicate. And she'd be up against a guy that I think even his biggest haters admit is probably the best communicator we've had in, in politics. Uh, in, in, in the 20th and 21st century, uh, if you, uh, you know, him and Ronald Reagan. So, I, I mean, Kamala Harris, I, 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 the catastrophe for the Democratic Party, and this is the payback for what they did in 2020. Uh, this is the payback for Clyburn delivering the, remember, uh, Biden had finished, I think, uh, fifth in Iowa and fourth in New Hampshire, which is right. technically everybody in history has done that's been gone, including Biden when he ran twice before. Uh, he magically won South Carolina with Clyburn, and the payback was you had to put Kamala Harris on the ticket. The karma yeah. is coming back to, to approach. I just don't see in any scenario Kamala Harris wouldn't lose 40 states because I think you'd have a tremendous amount of Democrats voting for Bobby Kennedy. I think yeah. they vote for Cornell West. I think they well, vote for Jill Stein. I mean, all the independent candidates, I think, would, would attract a tremendous amount of Democrat support. Yeah, I— 
I, I obviously see it differently. I believe independents, uh, minorities, uh, African Americans, Hispanics uh, are all moving toward uh, Donald Trump right now. I think Kamala Harris would uh, light their tails on, on fire to get to uh, uh, to the to their <laughs> to their uh, their voting place to to vote for for Donald Trump. But what I really uh, really think we need to do that that i agree with you i agree with you 100 percent. i think you're seeing essentially every demographic right now i believe except for suburban women with college degrees which you know is a is a is a topic for another day but particularly white college grad white women for white female college graduate college graduates which are virulently anti-trump and anti-maga i agree with you every demographic and i do agree with you too i think kamala harris only exacerbates that. I think that they would run further away from the Democratic Party, knowing that Kamala Harris might potentially be commander in chief. Yeah, I, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking with Steve Bannon, and uh, we're we need to flood the Capitol, ladies and gentlemen, with your calls. Uh, that number is two zero two 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 four three one two one two zero two 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 four three one two one. That is the Capitol switchboard. Please make your voice heard. And if you believe that Joe Biden should step down and the 25th Amendment be implemented immediately and forthwith, please let your senators and your uh, representative know exactly how you feel. I think it's important that we all do this today. Uh, 202-224-3121. We're coming right back with Steve Bannon. Stay with us. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs Tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. We're back talking with Steve Bannon about what uh, what has the potential, uh, the potential to absolutely uh, change history here, at least uh, if not the uh, the result and the uh, the the trajectory, at least uh, the current uh, uh, mapping and waypoints to to get to that uh, national destiny. I want to I want to say, Steve, uh, there is no confidence in the national leadership, nor can there be now because of Robert Hur, what he's written, we can't unknow it. And, uh, and that is a good thing. The national media cannot escape this. They cannot evade this. They cannot uh, go out and start uh, reporting on uh, uh, just the aftermath of Super, the Super Bowl. Uh, they have to uh, actually confront what is before us, and that is the constitutional crisis that you said uh, this is from the outset. Uh, and I think you're exactly right. 
Uh, your thoughts on the right now, the role of the national media uh, going forward, because what we saw in that uh, national address on the part of Joe Biden after he had been um, absolutely gored by the special counsel report, they were braying and barking and acting as a press corps should for the first time since he uh, walked into a, an Oval Office to which he had no right, in my opinion. Lou, you know this from your four years in the business. On a, uh, what, a Thursday night at 8 o'clock when they call an emergency press conference, you know, uh, the media doesn't show up with the uh, with all the, the, the first stringers, right? They're already gone to the cocktail parties in Georgetown or the, the restaurants where the swamp, you know, fets them every night. Uh, I thought it was shocking, number one, that the media actually kept the sound on because you know you can mute the sound that comes from where the where the media actually stands in the Roosevelt room a few uh, feet past, or where I think it might have been on the first floor, one of the rooms. Um, okay. The second part was the young, the, the, when the camera cut to them, when Ducey was asking the question, I don't believe I saw a person maybe over 25 years old, certainly not over 30. This was point. the people that work at night and work around the clock, as you know, how people break in. And man, oh, man. I can understand now why President Trump is leading in youth vote, no matter how many college loans they pay off. They went at him. That was a, you know, that was a, that was just a volley of fire. And the questions that didn't get answered, he didn't know what had hit him. In fact, he went back at the young Asian woman who literally got in his grill and put it and just walked through exactly why he's not, not capable of being commander in chief. And he blew back and said, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. So I thought if all the mainstream media was like that, I think we'd be in pretty good shape. But clearly, uh, the, the 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 fat cats making the big salaries and the guys on the anchor positions, MSNBC and CNN, uh, and the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post are not. But last night, if if you can continue that level of intensity, and by the way, I think your your idea about having people call is absolutely genius, and I will take that up on my afternoon show today. Uh, I think it's a brilliant idea to have people no to have people call and actually let the American people start saying this. I'm kind of surprised I didn't even think about it in the morning show, but that's what you're 100 percent. This is exactly what has to happen. That young media last night, that was as tough a question as Joe Biden. And you could tell he, he clenched. He went in his corner uh, looking for his cut man and he didn't want to come out. He wanted to close that binder and, and shuffle off. Of course, he made the fatal mistake of coming back and trying to be like a, a major league statesman talking about uh, talking about uh, Bibi and Netanyahu and what's happening with the Hamas negotiation. Unfortunately, he blew it when he, he confused General El General Sisi as being the head of uh, Mexico instead of the head of of Egypt, and he got the wrong border. But besides that, it was fine. Now, I thought the media. Now, if the media did that every day, and we got that level of testing, particularly the cabinet officers. I think they've asked enough questions of Biden. I think they've got to ask the cabinet officers. Every time a cabinet officer comes up to a microphone, where do you stand on the 25th Amendment? What have you told Vice President Harris? What is your view of the fitness of the president to fulfill his constitutional duties? So the mainstream media, the big, you know, MSNBC and CNN have already got their new uh, party line on this, and they're going to dig in, I think, and dig in hard, as is the Times and WAPO. I think we'll have to see the younger media and then uh, what, what, what conservative media, and particularly what I call the new right media, uh, starts to do at hammering away at these cabinet officers. 
yeah, I, I hammer away. Uh, this is, I, I don't think anyone, not a part of the corporatist uh, uh, globalist elite media, uh, has any question about how serious this is, what it, what a risk this is, this man, a, a complete uh, threat to the, our national security. And sitting there on the basis of uh, convenient politics, I don't think it can be sustained more than two or three days. And there has to be a change. Uh, there has to be out of uh, conscience. Uh, there has to has to be out of uh, political self-interest on the part of the Marxist Dems. They know that this is over and they are going to have to invent uh, a, an interim uh, an interim strategy uh, for what uh, they already had mapped out, that is, uh, the ascension in all likelihood of Michelle Obama. Uh, it is now uh, an open question whether they can even get to that strategy, let alone get uh, through this this crisis. Uh, we always give our guests the last word and no better, uh, no better guest to offer concluding thoughts uh, to uh, than uh, Steve Bannon. Steve, thanks so much for being with us. Lou, and, and just in closing, I think this is why you're a national treasure. I think this idea of yours of had, having our audiences combined start to flood the, the Capitol uh, with uh, with phone calls, emails, et cetera, to get focused on the constitutional crisis we have and do it over this weekend is, quite frankly, a stroke of uh, a stroke of genius. And I think this is why uh, your voice is so important. I'm glad, besides the podcast, uh, The Great American Show, you've got the, uh, you've got the show that follows us on Lindell TV, which we're very honored to kind of be your opening act uh, every night. And it's just incredible. What you thought of uh, is, I think, the necessary ingredient to let people, particularly Republicans, know the righteous indignation of the base out here, uh, that this is beyond politics, beyond partisan politics. This has nothing to do with President Trump whatsoever. This right. is about the good of the country and the security of the country. I think it's great. And thank you for thinking of it. Well, thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. And let me let me say uh, about uh, you being our lead in. Uh, I look at you as our benefactor, and I'm and I'm grateful that for that huge audience you deliver. And we just try to hang on to a thread or two of it. We thank you so much, Steve Bannon. Great patriot, great American. God bless. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thanks to Steve Bannon, and thanks everybody for being with us. Join us this week for The Great America Show. Among our guests, Mark Morgan, Derek Maltz, Mark Stein, and much more. Please join us for Lou Dobbs tonight, each and every weeknight, on Lindell TV, Frank Speech, Rumble, Twitter, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Follow me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs as well, and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America. America.